Welcome everyone to the Ohev Torah Daf Yom Ishur. Today's Shiur is Daf Tet Vav in Pesachim. We will begin on Yud Dal Amrbet at the two dots. Okay, the Mishnah had said, So let's go back to the Mishnah for a second to analyze what they're talking about. We had spoken about Rabbi Hanania Sigana Kohanim and Rabbi Akiva in the Mishnah. Each one was learning a law about burning, uh, burning uh, Kodesh items with Tameh items. Rabbi Hanania Sigana Kohanim's law was that uh, you were allowed to burn meat that was sanctified, with, with, that was Nitma with a Vlada Tumah, with meat that was Nitma with an Ava Tumah even though there are different levels of Tumah, and you're causing the lower level of Tumah to move up to a higher level of Tumah, that's okay. Rabbi Kiva had spoken about oil, and that you're allowed to burn the oil that's Pasul from Tulyom, which is not so Pasul, with Ner Tamemet, which is very Pasul, and that was the two things. And Rameir goes on and says, from their words we learn, that you could burn Tumah Tehorah Ima Tumah Pesach, that Tumah on Erev Pesach, you're allowed to burn Tamet with Tahor Then we followed up with the Rebbe Yeshua, who say, uh, wait, Rabbi Yossi disagrees with Mayor, I'm sorry. And then we have Rebbe Yeshua arguing about one point and allowing another point. They both agree that you could burn them separately, but the, the argument whether you could burn them together. Okay. That was the end of the Mishnah. So now we're going to analyze the machlok between Rameir and Rabbi Yossi. Says the Gemara as follows. Amr Rameir, Rameir says, The Gemara wants to know, whose words are they talking? He was being very vague, Rameir, when he says, from their words. Well, at least the, the way Rebbe quoted him. Anyway, so what did he mean, Rameir, when he said, Maybe he's referring to who's the lead rabbi in the Mishnah. If, if we're trying to say that, me dami, how could you compare? Over there, the two things are tameh. Here, we're taking tahor with tameh How could you compare the fact that he allows using tameh with tameh to a case of Tahor and Tameh. Doesn't make sense. Ela, Midrabi Akiva. Oh, must be that it's from Rabbi Akiva. Midami, can you compare? Hatam Pasul Tameh. Hacha Tahor Vitameh. Even Rabbi Akiva also is not fair. Because something that's touched by Shemin, that's touched by Tvul Yom, is only Pasul. It doesn't have the power to impart Tuma on something else. And we're mixing that with Tameh. So we're making something that's Tameh, but not so Tameh with something that Tameh. Not over here where we're taking totally regular Tahor Terumah and going to burn it on Ed of Pesach with uh, Tameh Terumah. You don't have a, we're doing something here that's more radical than either of Hananis Gohanim or Bikiva ever tried to say. So how would Rameir say, learn from either of their words to what he wants to say? He's saying much bigger Chedush. So Gemara says, Neema Kasavar Bimi'ir Right? Maybe we'll say that. Maybe we'll say that our case is talking about that, that what, what really is talking about Hananias Kanakwanim. 
And the, it, since Rabbi Hananiah's Gaonim was unclear about what the Tumah was going on over there, what the, what the Vlad the Tumah was, we'll say that one was an Ava Tumah Midoraita, and the Vlad was going on a Vlad the Tumah, which is the only Tamed the Ravanan, and Midoraita was totally Tahor. And if we're talking about that type of case, and we're allowing it to go together, since Midoraita, it's completely. Um, okay. Completely okay. So therefore, you see that you could take something that's completely okay and mix it with something tamer. Umay midivrehem, midivrehem, chananya b'sganakwanim, and we said the words midivrehem. We're referring from the words of chananya b'sganakwanim. Okay. Now you'll note that the word midivrehem is plural, and chananya b'sganakwanim is one person. Uh, like the Gemara at this point, it, 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 it more sounded like he was talking about the two of them together. In this chat, we're going to have to learn that he's talking about them alone, but we'll deal with that later at a later point. The Gemara seems to accept it now. Perhaps they're accepting it based on the fact that the words are plural, even though the rabbi is singular, mm-hmm. but maybe his words are plural. I don't know. From their words. Like yes, from their, words, their, their words. different him sounds like the people's, the people's words. Could the plurality be referring to words? I don't know if that's so. But the Gemara doesn't challenge it at this point. Okay, we have another pshat. Forget that pshat. was talking about and And therefore, the two things were uh, both tameh. And therefore, you would not be able to learn a case of uh, of Erev Pesach where you have Tahor and Tameh from that because it's not, not comparable and when it says who's referring to now we're not yet mentioned in the Mishnah we're referring to in other places and we're trying to get that through as if it's the Pshat in the Mishnah that, that's what he's referring to that's what Rashi says if you look in Amr Shimon, okay. What's the two doraitas? Amr Shlakish. Huh? What's the two doraitas? That's just regular tameh. It's regular tameh. So therefore, the fact they're both tameh, one's the Vlad Tuma, one's the Avatuma, it would not be a proof to what we're trying to do over here on Erev Pesach, because Erev Pesach we're doing uh, Tahor and Tameh, which is totally different. So you can't learn from there. When we said Midifrei, we weren't referring to that. Referring to a different, completely different rabbi. It doesn't feel so, doesn't fit so smooth into the, the Mishnah, but we'll do what we can. So which one is it? Hey, Rabbi Yeshua. Now, now that you're scanning through Shas to find which Rabbi Yeshua is talking about, you've got a lot of different options. The Gemara is going to ask which one you're referring to. Perhaps you'll say it's referring to the following quote that we have in Rabbi Yeshua in Shas. You have a barrel of Tunumah. Where you're not sure if it got Tameh or not. For example, let's say a guy walks in and you're not sure if he touched the barrel or not to make it Tameh. Rebezah says, if it was in a place of Hefker, where no one's watching it, you should have to put it in a place where it's uh, hidden. This way no one can get it more Tameh. Because now it's Safek Tumah, we don't want it to get Vaday Tameh. And if it was an uncovered barrel, you have to cover it to make sure that you know, no extra Tumah hits this barrel and it's only Safek Tameh. He says the opposite. He says, since it's already Safektuma, uh, and Safektuma, you'll never end up eating it anyway because how are you going to ever eat it? So then just 
put it in an open place to get tamer. He might tamer chusen if it was covered. He galena. You're allowed to uncover it, even though you're causing it to get tamer fully, right? Why? Because the Torah, according to him, the Torah only wants you to wants you to protect Tuma when it's for sure when it's edible. But when the Torah is unedible anyway, due to the fact that it has safek, Rabbi Shua holds it mutar, and therefore you would learn. So, according to this, your mayor is coming to hear and saying, oh, just like over there you see that Rabbi Yeshua says that you don't have to take care to protect Safek Tumah, so to over here, when you want to burn your Hametz on Ere Pesach, you could burn your Tahor Hametz with the Tamek Kamehs. I'm saying it's different than Tahor, I'm saying it's not exact. Why is it not exact? Would you like to explain, Jack? Safek, safek, could be safek deoraita. I'm saying it could be tamed deoraita. Oh, so you're saying, but, but on the side that it's on the side that it's tamed, that it's tamed, then it's, it's the, in time that it's tahor. So then you're you letting us do, letting me do it. Yeah. That would be the proof, right? But it's because of the safek deoraita, that's why you can't eat it. Right. So you're saying it's unedible. Thank you, Jack. Me dami is that comparable? Mar is different, different problem. Mar says over there it's grama be'alma, hacha be'adain. Another separate. They, they have a, they, your difference. They don't like as much. They have a different thing. They, they're saying that over there, it's grama biadaim. I'm not actually making it tameh. I'm opening up the cover, and the sheretz going to walk in on its own. I'm not putting the sheretz in. I'm not picking up a mouse and throwing it in. Over here, you're burning it. I'm burning it, and if I'm burning it together, I'm making it tameh. How could you compare the two things? How would Rameer compare the case? Ela mehad Rabbi Shua. It's coming from a completely different Rabbi Shua. That wasn't the Rabbi Shua we were talking about. Scan Shasa again and find the next uh, hit. What's the next hit? Chavit shel You have a barrel of tinuma. Shinishbira begat elyona. Okay, so you have truma, which is tahor, which the barrel broke in the upper wine press. So there's an upper and lower wine press where the Grapes that are crushed in the upper will end up flowing down into the lower one. Okay? And u'tachtona chulin temein. And in the bottom one is tameh chulin wine. So there's tahor tiruma wine in the upper one, and it's slowly dripping out into the tameh chulin. Both of them agree. That if you're able to save from the Tuma in the upper one at least three ounces of Tahor stuff by bringing uh, Tahor Keli and accepting it before it falls into the Chulin, you have to save it. And let's say you can't find a Keli Tahor. And now it's going to fall into Chulin uh, and make it Hameh. It didn't fall in yet. According to Rebbe he says, okay, let it, let it drip out. Since you don't have any Tahor to put it in, you, all you have is Hameh items. So you're not gaining anything. It's worse. Let it happen on its own, but don't do it with your hands. Let it, let it drip. That's, I'm saving my food. Oh, and Rebbe Lezer Omer, Tered Right? Rishua says, because you're coming to save your chulin on the bottom, because if your chulin on the bottom gets mixed with tamet you won't be able to eat it at all. Yes, your chulin is tamet, but chulin that's tamet, you're allowed to eat. 
There's no problem eating chulin tameh if you're not an extra special guy. Regular guys can eat chulin that is tameh. And therefore, when your tinumah falls in, the tinumah was tahor. When it falls in, becomes tameh tinumah, mixed in chulin, which nobody can eat. So, in order to save that, Rabbi Yeshua is going to allow you to take a tameh vessel, use it to catch the drips coming from the press, the press save your to save your food. Okay, that's the machlokah there. And therefore, how would you see it over here? From these, your mayor learns that you mutar l'tameh tinumat chametz when you're burning it. Because either way, it's going to get the same amount of here. It's going to get destroyed either exactly. way. Exactly. Exactly. You want to say that clearly for the, for the recording, please? Just say it clearly. Go ahead. It's like the Hametz is going to, is going to be the uh, Pasul. You're not going to be able to eat either way. Thank you, Jack. We should have had you in the, in the class a while ago. Says the Gemara. The Gemara has a problem now. Obviously, what I said before is not true. Medivrehem is plural. It sounds like you're learning from both of their words. If you're referring to the Mishnah of Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Lezer, it's not true because you can only learn it from Rabbi Yeshua and not Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Lezer specifically said that you weren't allowed to take in, in the Tameh thing. So how would it work that it works from them? Says the Gemara, Hachi Kamad. Machlokatan That's what it means. It means from the Machloket. Yes, you know, that word, doesn't mean from their actual statements that they said. The fact that they were arguing about this case, and there's a rabbi who says, yes, is what we, what Rameir was referring to when he says, okay. Says the Gemara, not only is that a scooch way to get out, when I said this over here, for those who weren't watching on video, Jack gave me a little... Uh, he gave me a little uh, move, movement to the head which indicated that he thought it was some fancy Talmudic footwork but in fact the Gemara is saying not only is it a way out it actually is probably the Trat you could see in, in the language Dekanami Diktani because it says it says the, the, the language of the thing is right afterwards in our Mishnah the next line is So it's likely that he was referring to those rabbis because it said afterwards that they admit in the following case. So you see that we were talking about that before, about that beforehand. Shmamina, the Gemara likes that. Beautiful. Okay, let's go a little further. Now we have another Amura who's agreeing. Don't make my our Mishnah talking about Avlad in order to understand Rameir from it. No, it's talking about Deraisa and Deraisa. Umay, and what does it mean when it says Medivrehem? Medivrehem, again, it's referring to Lezir Bishua and the other Mesechet. It's not referring to this Mesechet at all. Okay. That's Rav Nachman. So Rav Nachman is understanding that it's talking about Deraisa and Deraisa, and therefore. Everything's cool if you learn with the Bishur and Melissa. Says the eight ve Rava Rav Nachman. Rava is challenging Rav Nachman with the following question. Amar Yosi, there's a Brysa that quotes his files. Now listen to the Brysa carefully and you'll see what's going on. Reb Yosi, in our Mishnah, just says, En Hanidon He's He just challenges Rameir's comparison without specifically saying what he doesn't like about the comparison. But we uncovered a Brysa, which will tell us the details of why Rabbi Yossi doesn't like it. Amr Rabbi Yossi. And Hanidon Domei Laraya. 
the two cases are not comparable. Why? When the rabbis said you're allowed to add to it, what did they add to? In that case, they're both Tameh. We're worried that maybe Eliyahu Navi will come. How are you allowed to go and say, Oh, you know what? I'm going to burn my Tirumah with my, my Tirumah Tiluya, which is Safek, together with my Tirumah that is for sure Tameh. What do you mean? What if Eliyahu Navi walks in in the middle of this burning and tells you, What? You're burning that Tiluya? It was Tahor! And you'll see that you did an Avera, and you're going to say, Well, I think Rabbi Hanani Skanakonim said it's okay. No, he didn't. He wasn't talking about Tahor. He was talking about Tameh stuff. Not as Tameh, but Tameh. And oh, well, wasn't Rabbi Kiva talking like that? No, he wasn't. Rabbi Kiva was talking about Pasul, but not something that's actually uh, Tahor. And is it possible that the rabbis will come? And he also brings another proof. This is a continuation of the Brisa. Hapigul vanotar vatameh. When you have pigul, a pigul for those who are uninitiated is a korban that a person had the wrong thoughts when you had the duan. He was thinking of eating in the wrong place or notar, which is leftover korban that was left past the time that you're allowed to eat it, or hatameh, or you have a korbanot that got tameh and you're not allowed to eat them. What should you do with them? Bet Shemai says. In Nistafim Kachat, you cannot burn them all in one big pyre. You cannot use one big pyre to light it all up. They could all be burned together because it's not Asur to be Matame Pigul. Okay. We'll leave that aside for later. For now. Kamar, if the point, the, the source of Reb Meir was Reb Yeshua, like Reb Nachman said, Why would Reb Yossi in this Raisa be referring to Reb Chananim if he wasn't the source of Reb Meir? Obviously, you see from this Raisa that you know all your fancy footwork looks nice, even your Shema Mina looked nice. I, we, we hear what you're saying, but the fact is, that when Rabbi Yossi was responding, he was responding to Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman answered back this following. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi did not understand Rameir. I understood Rameir 500 years later, but Rabbi Yossi, who lived in the time of Rameir, he thought that Rameir was talking about this is a wild one. Okay, So here's an Amorah, Coming and saying, his child is right in Rameer. It's, you realize how wild this is, right, Jack? This is wild. Okay? And Rameer said back, I'm talking about Rameer. And Rabbi said back, even according to Rameer, that's also not true. So, so even Yeshua agrees that when you burn Tumat Tehorah, you do it separately from Tumat Tehorah. Now I think Mori asked back, 
Why do we say that you can't compare it? It is compare. Because the reason of Yeshua is because he allows to tamer with your hands the wine of Truma, that's Tahor. That's because it's gonna, the reason why he says that is because in the end it's gonna fall into it's gonna fall into Cholin, right? So for the same reason we should burn Tumat Teora with the, over there because we're gonna burn it because Chavetz. Why is he, what's the difference? Why are you saying they're not comparable? They are comparable. Shani Hatam says no. There is different. The Ika have said Cholin over there, like Jack said. When it came to the case of the wine dripping, over there the rabbis allowed you to do it because when you go and jump over there with your basin, basin that's tameh, to catch the dripping wine that's dripping from the upper gut to the lower gut. What you're doing there, the rabbis allowed you to do it because you're saving what's in the bottom. Because the bottom is chulin, you're saving it. How could you compare that to a case of Ere Pesach where yes, it's all going to get ruined anyway, but it's not exactly the same. They both share the fact, both the burning the chametz case and the dripping wine case, both share the fact that you are... That they're going to become ineligible later. One's going to become ineligible because it's chametz, and the other one's going to become ineligible because it's going to get, uh, it's going to get, it's going to get trumaized. But... What they don't share is that in one case you're saving something, in the other case you're not saving anything. Right. And therefore, how could you compare the case? Okay. Mat kifla Rav So Rav Yirmiya asks a question. Mat nami ika hefsed etzim. In the Mishnah also it's a hefsed. I'm saving. How could you say that, there's no, that in the case of the wine there's a loss? Because you're losing the chulin in the bottom, and in the case of the Mishnah, where you're burning your truma, there's no, loss. there's no loss. If you make me make a separate fire for truma and a separate fire for non-truma items, you know what I'm losing. Now I have to waste extra money on on firewood because I need to buy more firewood to make a double fire. Whereas had you allowed me to do it, I'd be saving. What's the difference between firewood loss and a loss of the wine? Every loss is a loss. Says the Amule, Hahu Saba, The rabbis are worried about a big loss. A loss of wine in a gut is a big loss, and loss of firewood is not a big loss, and therefore the rabbis will make you make separate fires. Okay. Amar Asi, Amar Machloket Beshesh. The Machloket is only at the sixth hour of Erev Pesach. Where the isur of, of having is the rabbanan, aval b'sheva, at the time when you're not allowed to eat mina Torah chametz, then ledivrei kol sorfim. At that point, when it becomes asur deoraita, then everyone will agree that you're allowed to burn. So Rabbi Yochanan, welcome in. You were looking for us, Binyamin. So when it's chuma deoraita. When it's uh, when it's asur deoraita, then everyone should agree that since it's so tameh, Rabbi Yochanan says it's it's fine to burn together. Amalei Rabbi Zeir Levasi, Neima Kasava Rabbi Yochanan. Let's assume that Rabbi Yochanan holds matnitin be'ava tuma deoraita. That our Mishnah is talking about ava tuma deoraita, meaning that the Rabbi Yochanan will explain that he's learned not like till now we're saying the mayor is learning his thing from. From from the words of Yeshua and of Lazar. we're assuming the fact that Rabbi Yochanan is saying that everyone agree in Sheva 
is to say that he's really, Rabbi Yochan understands that Rabbi Meir's words are learned from Rabbi Yochan and Skana Kohanim from the first part of the Mishnah. And he doesn't have to say it's referring to some other Amoraim, not here at all. Amalei Rabbi Zeir Lerabasi Neima Kasavim Rabbi Yochan Matitin Ava Tumadu Uraita Vlad Tumadu I'm just repeating those words. Umay Midivrehem And what is Midivrehem? Midivrehananis Kohanim It's referring to Rehananis Kohanim Right? Now why are we doing that? How do we learn that out? Because when Rabbi Yochanan says the Machloket is Beshesh he implies that only at the time of the sixth hour where Meir is allowing the Tumata but at the time of the fourth hour when you could still eat it, when you could still eat it it's Asur Rameir's moda that you can't burn it together so we're assuming the fact that he says Machloke Peshesh Rabbi Yochanan comments Machloke Peshesh that sounds like only at sixth hour they argue but at the fourth hour or the third hour of the day when you're really allowed to eat the Chuma Tehora you're not allowed to burn it at that time even though uh, if you wait six hours it's going to get uh, you're going to have to burn it anyway who cares but since at this point it's still Tehor he agrees you're not allowed to do it and therefore it must be that he's learning that when it's Asur de Rabbanan you could so you could make you could burn something Asur de Rabbanan with something Asur de Oraita and therefore that would be a very very good analogy to Rechananya Skanakwanim who was the one who, who, if we learn that his statement was talking about a case where it was and it would be exact analogy and therefore we can figure out that Rabbi Yochanan must learn it like that so Rav Asi answered Rav Zeira back and he said In, that's right you got that right you hit that spot on that is exactly what he was thinking <coughs> we have another statement that confirms it on the seven, everyone agrees. So here you have a straight up Rabbi Yochanan, where he says exactly what we what we estimated from him. He actually says straight up. Says the Gemara. Let's assume that we have a proof to Rabbi Yochanan from the following statement. Now this statement was mentioned earlier. We said, "Hapigul v'anotar v'atameh." If you have pigul, which is uh, like we said, a korban that was had the wrong thoughts, or notar korban that's left over, tameh the korban that got tameh, bet shemay omrim and nisivim kechad. You can't burn them together. Or bet yedel omrim nisivim kechad. Bet yedel says they can be burned together, right? And therefore, what do you see from here? So Rabbi Yosi is figuring out that they both agree. They're, they're, they're only arguing about things that got pasul from the Torah. But Tiruma in this in the sixth hour, which is only Asur Midrabanan, even Beis Hillel agrees that you wouldn't be able to. that it's that, that, that right that it's Asur to burn to get a So you see that Abiyosi is agreeing, and when it's Asur Torah. no, it's a question. Here you see that if it's not, if it's only Torah. Let's. So the answer to your question, Jack, is that we're referring to the statement of Rabbi Yochanan before. Rabbi Yochanan had been quoted by Rabbi Asi by saying before that in the sixth hour is the machloka between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi. But in the seventh hour, even everyone would agree, not just Rabbi Meir, even Rabbi Yossi would agree that you're allowed to burn it all together because then it's Asur de Oraita. And the proof we're bringing now is that Pigul, Notan, and Tamer are all Asur de Oraita and Beit Hilil says they could be all burned together. And we go like that. Moses says, no, you can't bring your proof to that. 
Shani hatam, tiitluhu tumad rabanan. Over there, we're talking about a case. The reason why you allowed to get tamed because they're already tamed the rabbanan and the oraita. The tan had pigul v'anotan betamim b'yadayim. The rabbis made a gezera on pigul and otar that they make you tamed in order that they shouldn't make other korbans tamed. And therefore, since that's the reason why you allowed to be tamed, but that's really the reason why you allowed to tamed. But when you have tumat chametz, which is totally tahor in the seventh hour, even though it's asur Torah, maybe you're not allowed to make a tamer because it doesn't have a shame tumah on it. Meaning, you're adding a shame tumah on the item. Yes, it, the chametz in the seventh hour was asur to eat, but you're still adding the tumah to it, and therefore not necessarily would it be a proof to Rabbi Yochanan. Okay, we're going to leave the next Lema Masayeha for tomorrow. So we're, leaving, we're ending off with the words Lema Masayeha, which is about... 12 lines. Twelve. The first one in line, twelve lines in the bottom, about the pachi ifsha, about the spoiled bread. Baruch Adonai Amen.